Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. One zero nine three. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one-to-nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now here's your host, Gary Darby. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome into the program, the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Gordon, and Yancey for a moment in with us as we get ready to, A, discuss 59-3 to over Central Arkansas. Harry Harrison comes in at 6'10 to do that. Georgia Tech kicks off at around 2.30. We'll have Jason Caudell from uh, Georgia Tech's All Yellow Jackets and Sports Illustrated. We'll talk with him at around 6.30 with all the other normal business that we will get to throughout time. And we want you to text message us at 662-426-1093. Hello, Chuck. What's happening, my man? Good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Talking another win. I don't know how much we learned or, or, or anything like that, but... Well, I fell asleep in early fourth quarter, um, <laughs> as I knew I would. I, I, you know, I gotta be frank about this. I, I don't know why we schedule teams like this. I really don't. I don't think you get any better playing teams like this. I, you know, Troy's a good match. You can always do, uh, Georgia Tech's a great game. Tulsa's a good game to find out where you stand. But uh, Central Arkansas, no thank you. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sure they're good kids, good school, but uh, that's not my cup of tea. I'm with you. The one thing that that happened on Saturday in a day when Marshall won at Notre Dame and Appalachian State won at Texas A&M, and understand their FBS schools, a little different story. There was a lot of craziness. There were four or five teams that lost to FCS teams. Ole Miss took care of business. They got between the lines and won the game. Like yeah, they, they did should. that, and yeah. they did, and they showed some improvement in some areas. And I, you know, hey, more power to them. They they could have laid down a little bit and said, "Oh, this is Central Arkansas." They didn't, and that's that's a good sign for sure. How are you, Mister Gordon? Good. It was a good game. I thought you know they got a, a lot of guys in there and people got to play, and that was good. Absolutely right. And uh, again, um, for those of you that were there and. Hung out through the rain and did what you did. We appreciate that. And being a part of the game, had a great opportunity to talk with Mingo and with Ladarius Tennyson after the game. Very impressed. And here's the one thing that in, in the, in the locker rooms and, and now getting a chance, you know, to fill in, you know, basically since Richard is, is no longer on, on the radio network, he's doing his big TV work, getting a chance to see some of these guys and listen to these transfers that have made their way to Oxford and how much they just glow about everything about it has been refreshing. And then to see them get out on the football field and produce the way they have. I tell you, all our transfers, I mean, 90% of them, have done some really good things. I mean, from the two linebackers to the safeties to um, J.J. Pegues to Jared Ivey 
to Jordan Watkins and Dayton Wade and Zach Evans and Jackson Dart and, you know, Michael Trigg, I, I think they're all really good football players. i I got to commend our staff for doing some great evaluations there. No doubt. Mr. Yancey, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. How, how about y'all? Good. Good to have you in studio. And we're going to get uh, your five things now. Brought to us by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham currently operates locations in mississippi and tennessee nine outback steakhouses let's outback eat boldly tonight what you got yeah first the quarterback position i know that's on everybody's mind i thought luke altmeyer played flawless in the first quarter he was about as good as it gets he was six for seven had 90 yards three touchdowns and then he came down on that shoulder late in the first quarter and he was never the same i think he was 0 for six after that point and had to come out just a shame Having said that, I thought Dart came in and looked the best out of the seven scrimmages and games I've seen so far. He really improved from week one to week two. The deep balls were much better. He just had a better feel for the game. Unlike many, I still think it's too close to call, but I have to give Dart the edge right now. Thought number two, Quinshawn Jenkins. There's no question about it. He is running back number one right now. Although Evans continues to shine, Quinshawn is just running with the physicality that nobody else on the team runs with. He had over 100 yards on 10 carries. I don't know about y'all, but that's easy math. That's over 10 yards a carry. Thought number three, Jonathan Mingo set the tone for the game with that unbelievable catch there in the first drive. Actually, all three of his catches were acrobatic and were huge plays. Having said that, I'm still not seeing enough from the other receivers. I don't see but one NWO, and that's Jonathan Mingo. Thought number four, Tyrone Malone and Xavion Harris are going to be big-time players for Ole Miss once they get their feet wet. They pushed the Central Arkansas offensive line back play after play and totally disrupted their offense. Ole Miss's defensive line has a bright future with those two being the focal points. And the final thought, Ole Miss's offensive line is still having problems with their pass pro set. Too many defenders are coming in free. It looks more like mental mistakes to me than physical this is Ole Miss's biggest issue going forward in my eyes. Thank you very much, sir. Opening part of the show also brought to you by First South Farm Credit with over 100 years of experience supporting our rural communities and agriculture. We're ready to guide you through your financial journey at First South Farm Credit. Harry Harrison's on the other side. This is the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. think car we want you to think canon whether you're in the market for gas hybrid or electric vehicles our team has got you covered we're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve even after you get your car pre-order or bring home a new chevrolet silverado or a chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from canon chevrolet of oxford today and remember when the smoke clears nobody beats a canon deal nobody chevrolet find your road What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. We are off and running on another Monday night. One other thing I didn't get an opportunity to get into you in that first segment is kickoff time for the Tulsa game has been set at 3 p.m. for the guys coming from Oklahoma over here. Very glad of that. I wasn't prepared for a, an 11 a.m. start just yet. I needed to get a little deeper into that before I got one of those. This portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at Gateway Tire. They've served us since 1928. 54 locations, six states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Harry Harrison loves 11 a.m. kickoffs, don't you, Harry? Well, the good news is I can get home, uh, have a little libation, watch some more football. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh, Harry, you got to mow your yard. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a weekday. That's a weekday chore, Chuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, buddy. Um, from Saturday, um, seven straight games now that the Rebels have held opponents to under twenty-one points. I, I, I got to say, I'm not surprised, but certainly happy. Well, yes. I mean, Chuck, we get you know you got to analyze the first two weeks of this uh, season. We have not played uh, anybody in the SEC or even close to that, especially this, this past weekend. Those guys were uh, obviously outmatched by the Rebels. But I like what I see. I, I, you know, last year they they shot for twenty one points a game. This 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 crew's given up what uh, thirteen in two games. So I, I like the way we're going. Obviously, it's going to be you know, we're going to have to ramp it up. Uh, Saturday, Georgia Tech's going to bring a, a completely different squad that we've seen the last two weeks. So we'll get tested for sure, but hopefully uh, we'll set on that 13 point, uh, not giving you up more than that. We'll be okay. You made a great point in the press conference today, Harry, that, you know, it, before the season, the question mark was linebackers, and you said, uh, ask Lane if perhaps they weren't the MVPs now, and, and I, I got to agree with you. I think those three, especially, you know, between Brown Keys and uh, Kari Coleman, 
they, they've done a good job of mixing and matching those guys. Coleman obviously was a rush in, a uh, rush type outside receiver or outside linebacker at TCU. And he's picked up right where he left off, Chuck. He's going from inside gaps now. He's going between the A gap and the B gap and inside rather than coming off the edge. But he just got a knack for getting to the quarterback, don't you think? Absolutely. And, you know, you, you never know. Uh, of course, we're biased with for Southern kids, at least I am. I can't speak for you, but you never know what you're going to get out of the North. But those kids uh, on defense, the safety and the cornerback that they brought in from Pennsylvania, uh, Young and Igwignosin, I, I think they're a real deal. They are the real deal, Chuck. And I'm going to tell you, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, if you can get if you can get another Tashim and another Ashim, I'd take either one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, 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 yeah. Number zero. They come to play, both of them. So, uh, yeah, Igbenosin, obviously, we've talked about him, but uh, he's he's living up to everything we, we preseason hyped him about. He's been doing an excellent job. Doesn't obviously act or look like a freshman, doesn't play like a freshman. Seems to be, I hadn't seen him bust a, a coverage yet. Uh, once again, you know, he got to factor in who we played, but uh, but I think he's doing very well. He's uh, That's a good combination between he and Miles Battle and uh, – DeAndre Prince. Now, that's a good uh, group of guys you can substitute in there and keep everybody fresh. Talk to me a little bit. I, the the one guy that impressed me in the second half now, and again, we're talking about lousy competition, to be honest, uh, but Tywon Malone, to me, showed what he, what he can do in the future. I, I don't think there's any doubt, Chuck. I think if he continues to do that, he'll work his way into more playing time Fortunately, we've got some we've got some guys that, that, that can play up front, and uh, you're only using three at a time, so that cuts down on somebody's playing time. But I think Ty Malone is definitely a star in the making, too. You know, he was a freshman last year. He'd come off a knee surgery late in his high school season the year before, so he never was 100% last year. But uh, he's back 100% now, and he's going to be a force to be reckoned with as the future rolls on. Harry, Gordon Ford. Georgia Tech, have you had a chance to study them any? A little bit, Gordon. I've seen some stats on them. Obviously, they got beat up pretty good first uh, weekend by Clemson. I thought they played a pretty good first half. Got a quarterback that uh, can throw it and run it. You scramble a guy that gets that wants to get outside the pocket. And got a little shifty uh, slot receiver named Nate McCollum. Also returns punts. They want to get him in space and let him do his thing. And then they got a couple running backs, uh, Dante Smith and the uh, and of course, they got Jeff Sims and Nate McCollum. Jeff Sims is their quarterback. Nate McCollum. Yeah, he's a really good player. Yeah, but, but you know, had, I'm not even sure they played this past weekend. It was, they were out of conference. Western uh, Georgia, Western Carolina. Carolina. Western, Western Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. 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 And I don't really know what the score was, but I'll, I'll get a chance to see that film later on in the week. But yeah, every time. Yeah. Anytime you ever look at it, the coaches on the hot seat. Their coach Jeff Collins, who came from Temple, is on the hot seat. He was three and nine last year. And they just got blown out at the end of the year, that being Georgia Tech. So, you know, I think they uh, kind of need to turn around there. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be gunning for Ole Miss. Obviously, we got to play our game. As Lane said in the press conference, we've got so many new faces going on the road for the first time. You know, he thinks it's going to be a challenge. We'll see. Hopefully, these guys are mature enough to handle that. Atlanta, obviously, will stay down at the Omni, and it offers a lot of challenges being on the road. And You know, I'm sure it'll be a loud crowd, but – Georgia Tech, I don't think, uh, is in Ole Miss's league yet. But uh, as we saw last weekend, a lot of things happen when you're playing an oblong football. 
Harry, in the postgame show, I joked with Mingo about uh, he had three catches for 103. Um, another one that was another 30 to 40 yard pass that was called back for holding. Yet it was trigged to got the three touchdown passes. And, and he was, you know, he went like, we have so many weapons. There are weapons, whether it's the running backs and receivers. Yet I still think there needs to be one or two other guys, whether it's Heath or another wideout that helps step up in, in that regard. Well, that was one of my keys Saturday night. Who's going to step up? You got to you got to develop some chemistry with those wide receivers if you're that quarterback. You know, I think Jackson Dart is very comfortable with with uh, Trigg just because they played together out in Southern Cal last year. So I think if he if he breaks the pocket, he's always looking for Trigg. But you know, you got to develop those relationships with with these other guys and and some great chemistry and, and know who you can you can count on to come back to the football when you're in trouble. But you're right. Uh, Malik Heath is one of those guys. I tell you, a guy that's going to play his way into a lot of places is Dayton Wade. They call him D Wade out of Western Kentucky. He's uh, he's returning to kickoffs. He's playing some on the outside. Gets you some quickness out there. Not not a real big guy compared to Johnson Mingo, but he's got a lot of speed and quickness. And so he's going to work his way into that rotation. And I'm waiting on what, what, what's his nickname, Flash Robinson. You know, from UCF, yeah. number nine, and he's been a little bit dinged up. But I'm waiting on his breakout game, and hopefully this might be it. But well, he, he tweaked his hamstring again against uh, against UCA, and I don't think it's bad. But he'll probably be able to go Saturday. But he keeps having reoccurring problems with that thing. I hope it will get fully healed before we hit Kentucky. Yes, yeah, exactly right, Chuck. But uh, JJ Henry's had a good camp at their 86 in there at the slot, so. You know, and we got the you know number eleven, the kid from uh, from uh, Louisville, Louisville that transferred in. Uh, Watkins had seen a lot of him. He played some the other night, but uh, just uh, got a lot of weapons. Just got to finally get that chemistry going with the quarterbacks. Obviously, Chuck, we still don't have that settled. I think Altmaier was at practice today. Don't know what the you know he got banged up Saturday night, but you know I'll be surprised it's not Dart starting on Saturday, and then maybe maybe me uh, too, Harry. Altmaier in, in relief, but you know, I, I, I thought uh, the fact that, that uh, Dart did so well after he came in. Sometimes, Chuck, when you don't start and you come in in relief, you have a you, there's no pressure on you and you feel much more comfortable, and I thought Dart maybe showed some of that the other night, but we'll see. Now, obviously, both of them are young. they got to mature, uh, and, and like I said, we've been talking about developing chemistry with those receivers. That That's big. Heath made some good catches. He dropped one over the middle that uh, Luke Altmaier threw to him, and you know, and one of the things we got to get cleaned up is that center snap. Uh, that 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 uh, got a little ugly later on, and we had what three holding penalties in a row, and I think it was third and forever finally. And uh, but you got to, you know, fortunately we hadn't had a ton of penalties in the first two games. The one the other night got pretty boring. Is we just you know was manhandling Central Arkansas, but fortunately we played pretty clean except one series where I think we had back to back to back holding calls. But, uh, you know, that, they, they can just about call that every play if they wanted to. But I, I think so far we've played pretty clean, and I think for a group of, of so many new faces that uh, I think we're gelling and, and coming in the right direction. Great information as always, sir. We appreciate it, and we'll hear you on Saturday's broadcast. Thanks, Harry. Look forward, look forward to it. Harry Thanks, Harrison Harry. with the Ole Miss Radio Network talking with us on Mondays as he does. Coming up next, your text messages and more as we continue. We'll move to the middle of the program tonight. The Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. 
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? But clients of the Faris Group may not have these worries. Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC and Securities America companies are separate entities. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, friends, this is the time we do text messages and then we'll get into the Rebel Injury Report. But coming up, still on the program, our game day outlook, Jason Caudell of All Yellow Jackets will join us. He'll talk things about the Ramblin' Wreck. And then we'll get to the C Spire Connerly Trophy watch list. We'll go through all ten of our four-year football playing schools. We'll give you some names, some repeat performances, and names in week two that we'll get to and then we'll uh, uh, take a look at recruiting we'll also have your good bad and ugly before it is done text message line is 662-426-1093 surprise of the week chuck what do you think that is oh the linebackers without without a question um they were such a question mark going into the season and then here comes troy brown here comes Corey coleman austin keys is back from a knee injury Playing lights out. All three of those guys are playing light. And, and Ashanti Sistrunk, the, the fourth guy, has done some decent stuff. And then you got the, the fr- true freshman, Tyler Banks, that's playing on all the special teams. He's a linebacker, and I think he's going to be a really good one in the future. So, yeah, absolutely the linebacker so far. That's the interesting thing. I remember, you know, all these shows that we've had and talking with other people that have, you know, been around it since the beginning. That was always the question. Linebackers, linebackers, yeah. linebackers. Why do you think just 
game time, lights on, and it's been different. Well, we, it was just the unknown, Gary. Yeah. And it, the unknown if Austin was going to come back from his knee injury. The unknown if Kari and Troy were big enough. They're kind of small. They're, they're undersized. And we still, you know, need to see them against a power run team. But so far, if you want to ask me what the surprise has been, it's absolutely the linebackers. All right. We will have better tests for those guys coming up Saturday, and then Tulsa looks like uh, a decent opponent as well. They picked up a win. Do you think we'll see more reps for Tyrone Malone after his showing on Saturday? Gosh, I sure hope so, but he wasn't playing against much. Let's let's be honest there. Let the, I'm going to allow the coaches to evaluate that. That's you know that's 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 past my pay scale actually, but <laughs> but I was certainly impressed with him Saturday. And then we have, again, from 662-426-1093, who's the coach on the sideline always talking to the quarterback? I would assume that's Charlie Weiss in the press box, or, says the text message. Or John David Baker, who was a quarterback at Abilene Christian, who was also on the USC staff, and uh, you know he was sort of influential in getting Dart here. So. Actually, before Charlie was hired, there was some talks that, that John David was going to be the quarterback coach and not the tight ends coach. So if Charlie, I, I haven't even asked that, but if Charlie's in the press box, which I expect, suspect he is, then that's John David Baker. Good yeah. get, Gordon. I think that is uh, uh, one of those two names we should be correct on for sure, but I think Gordon has pulled on something there for sure. The text message line is presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can go to their website. And check out all of the land or the condos or whatever you might see that there are for sale or whatever you might need for a weekend. I'm sure they can help you out with all of that. Cannon, Cleary, McGraw, and the text messages. If you want to send in some more at 662-426-1093, go ahead. And the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Well, I heard it, uh, defensive end Cedric Johnson kind of hurt his wrist a little bit, but he should be fine. They pulled him out of the game. No need risking it. Uh, of course, we talked about Jaden Robinson has a, a slightly pulled hamstring. He, he tweaked his hamstring. And, you know, I think Lane's playing a little cat and mouse with, with everybody about Luke Altmyer. I think, I think his shoulder, I don't think it's bad, but, you know, when he said he practiced today, um, I wonder if he threw today. Uh, you know, that's right. You know, he anybody can hand off even with the hurt shoulder. But um, I, I think Luke's probably out of commission for this week. Would be my my guess. Well, and and why risk putting him back in if it was whatever, right? If it right. was even a slight tinge in that game, why go ahead and put well, him back out there? You know, let's be blunt about it too. I I think Jackson's just a little ahead right now. I mean, I think Jackson probably earned the start at Georgia Tech. Not that Luke did anything wrong. I just think that Jackson done a little bit better. I mean he's completing sixty seven percent of his passes and you know, he's just he's just doing a little better. Sure. The first drive for Luke looked good and again Yeah. No yeah. what it's central Arkansas, we get that. But then I think, I think it was evident to me, at least watching, that Jackson seemed more relaxed. Yeah, I think I think he was a little tense, and maybe I don't know. I don't know if there was pressure. I don't know if that's the right word for him in that first game. But he looked more relaxed to get out there and play in week two than he was in week Let one. Let me tell you what I think the great thing is, though, when Luke Altmyer was coming off the field every time. The first person that met, met met him coming off the field was Jackson Dart. When Jackson Dart was coming off the field, 
Luke was injured, didn't even have his helmet on. The first person that greeted Jackson Dart was Luke Altmyer, and I, I just think that that's a, about as healthy as it gets. You know, players will tell you that – you know, when you were battling each other, you could become friends, and mm-hmm. that would be tough, right? That's got to be sure, tough for both sure. of them. You're battling to be the guy on an SEC sure. team, but you're right to see that uh, is good. Uh, we do have a question of where the team's going to stay the night before, uh, although this is before a home game. Tupelo. Tupelo? They stay in Tupelo. Yeah. Okay. And, of course, we heard uh, our, our man Harry tell us it's probably the Omni when they get over there uh, in Atlanta and uh, get ready for that. You ever been to a game at at Georgia Tech? No. Great setting. Get the little skyline, you know, and I guess the last time that I actually was over there um, hosting a radio show, and they had Megatron as the receiver. I mean, oh, wow. Big, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> been a few years, but it, you got to see, uh, and it was they were playing Miami at that time, and that's when Georgia Tech was really good. But the atmosphere, when they can get you in there, now this is going to be an afternoon game, a little different at night. And to see the skyline and their people in there, it's tight, it's quaint, it's nice, it's right on campus. So it'll be a good, I think, fun event for Ole Miss people that we have in Atlanta to go to and, and to see coming up on Saturday. There you go. All right, friends, we'll go to the ATL area next. Jason Caudell is on with us from All Yellow Jackets. We'll talk with him for about 10 minutes, and then we'll get into the C Spire Connerly Trophy watch list coming up in just a few. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Time for our game day outlook brought to you by Roberts Wilson PA. Roberts Wilson PA only represents the people. They are in on the suit with Camp Lejeune and the water. They get justice. Give them a call at 533-9111. That's 662 662- Five three three ninety one eleven. Joining us from all Yellow Jackets and Sports Illustrated is Jackson Caudell. Jackson, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing fine. Good. We appreciate you being a part of it and, and joining us here tonight. Uh, I'm Gary. Chuck will ask you some things. Gordon may chime in as well, but we'll let Chuck take the first shot at you. Here we go. Hey, Jackson, it looks like... Uh... Jeff Sims is, is a pretty doggone good player. His stats, at least, show that he he's a he's a pretty good quarterback, throwing for, gosh, what's that, 88 percent. Pretty pretty good stats. Uh, uh, yeah, he had he had a little bit of an off game against Western Carolina, but I asked uh, Coach Collins about that after the game, and I think the the biggest thing that they wanted to do was establish the running game. He only threw three passes in the second half, and they they were really adamant about establishing the ground game. Western Carolina runs a lot of up-tempo, so they were wanting to try to slow that down a little bit. Had a pretty good game against Clemson um, the first week, and uh, that's one of the top five defenses in the country. And he, he, he was in rhythm. Offensive line has been a little bit of an issue here, but but Jeff's one of the best playmakers that Tech has. And if, if they're going to have any shot at pulling a big upset, like it's going to have to be through Jeff Sims. Dante Smith, talk about him. Um, I see he's a leading rusher with 20 carries, 132 yards, 6.6 yards a, a carry, three touchdowns, uh, pretty gaudy stats as well. Yes, sir. I mean, a lot of the attention this offseason was about the guy they lost, Jameer Gibbs, going to Alabama. But And Gibbs is a great player. But I, I was I was trying to tell people that Dante Smith is really good, and, and he really got a chance to show it on Saturday night. I mean, he had a 51-yard touchdown early in the, in the first half. 
really set the tone the rest of the way, finished with three touchdowns, over 100 yards, and he's just explosive. I mean, he, he's really explosive. And I think if he can get in space on Saturday, um, he, he can give the Yellow Jackets a good chance to win. But I think he's the best back they have. You'll see guys like Dylan McDuffie. He's a transfer from Buffalo. Hassan Hall from Louisville is also a guy they're trying to get involved. But I think Dante Smith really showed Saturday that he's the guy. He's the guy that the Yellow Jackets want, want to get going in their ground game, and that's something they really emphasized these past couple weeks. Paul Johnson had been there forever, and then all of a sudden Jeff Collins comes in. They're kind of running the spread offense now. Tell me a little bit about that. And you know, I'm sure you had to transform a lot after being running the wishbone and whatever it was, the flex bone during all that time. Yes, yeah, so, I mean this was one of the bigger rebuilding jobs probably in recent college football history, um, and. and it was made more difficult by the pandemic. That just kind of threw a wrench in everything, having a COVID season and year two of what you're rebuilding, transforming the roster. Um, they brought in a pretty much a brand-new offensive staff uh, this past fall. Chip Long, the former Notre Dame offensive coordinator. Dale Alexander is a new receivers coach. Mike Daniels at running backs coach. And uh, Brent Key was retained as the offensive line coach. And they brought in former Florida State quarterback Chris Winkie as the quarterback's coach. So it's it, it's been a little bit of a slow process, and it's hard to judge through these first two games what they've done because, again, the Clemson game is going to be kind of an outlier because there's not many teams in the country that can move the ball on Clemson. But I think this is going to be a really good test. You know, Ole Miss, I know, has a lot of new faces on defense, and, and I'm, I'm excited to see what they do on offense this week. Jackson, do you, you mentioned what they did as far as running the ball against Western Carolina. Do you think they'll try and do that to Ole Miss as well? I mean, Ole Miss will get up there and, and get after you at the line of scrimmage quickly too. Is that something you think they'll try and do? Absolutely, 100%. Uh, both Jeff Collins and Chip Long have talked about it in the preseason that running the ball is the identity that they want to do. They want it to be a 60% run team. Like Whether it works is a different question, but I think they're going to try to come out and run the ball. And they, they, they tried to take some deep shots on Clemson off of that, but when you can't run the ball, it, it's harder to do that. So I think they're going to try to run to set up the pass. So I definitely think the run is going to be a big part of the game plan this week. Defensively, y'all returned two starters from last year on defense, giving up 33.5 points per game. Uh, they were number 10, 110 nationally last year. Uh, what have you seen any improvement in the defense this year? Actually, I have. Um, the, the first first game against Clemson, I know the, the score looks a little rougher than, than it actually was, but 14 of those points were off block punts. The defense was – there were some concerning signs last week. Western Carolina scored two quick touchdowns off some busted coverages, and that was some flashback for, for Georgia Tech fans because that was the biggest problem last year was some mis- miscommunication and busted coverages. The first game, it looked like they cleaned a lot of that up, but in the first quarter of that last game, it, it showed back up. But the biggest thing in the second half against Western Carolina was the return of Charlie Thomas, who's the, their best defensive player, and I, I think a future NFL player as well. I mean, in just one half of football, he had eight tackles, a sack, and an interception, and he really sets the tone for them. I've got some concerns about the secondary, but I think just through two games, it looks a lot better than it did last year. But, again, there's there was nowhere to go but up after finishing with the 117th total defense last year. But I do think it has improved, at least through two games. What's the style, uh, Jackson? What 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 can we look for? Three-man front, four-man front, multiple? 
Uh, mostly a four-man front. Usually it's a, a four-two-five is what they're going to bring out. They rotate a lot of defensive backs and a lot of nickels, but you'll see mostly two linebackers, four defensive guys up front. But they, they, they can go multiple, especially in some passing-down situations. Talk to us a little bit about who the best pass rusher is. Uh, you know, what, what Ole Miss has got to look at on passing downs. So – Keon White was a transfer from Old Dominion. He he missed about eight games last year and re- never really got going. He had a lot of high expectations this year. I know the coaching staff expected a lot out of him this year. He's got three sacks in two games, including two against Clemson. So right now he's really the guy that sets the tone on the edge for them. They're looking for another guy to step up. Uh, Kyle Kennard, he's, he's a young player. He was expected to contribute more this year. Noah Collins is a guy I think that's gonna they expect a lot out of, but they just haven't done it on a consistent game basis. But Keon White's the guy that you want to look for on Saturday. So I got a tough question for you. I, I, I say tough question. What do you think was going through the minds of like we got Jared Ivy from Georgia Tech, defensive end, and Alabama gets Gibbs. What what's the deal there with them transferring out of Georgia Tech? Look like it might be a, a great opportunity for them to play a lot. So I, I, know, I can't remember who, who it was that said it, but that, there was just the uncertainty in the program right now. I think had a lot of guys questioning whether they wanted to be there. And Gibbs, I think you're seeing at Alabama now, he is a like a first-round NFL talent. And there was a lot of guys that left. Uh, Jordan Dominic's another guy that left. He went to Arkansas. Um, they had a defensive back transfer to Tennessee. And they had to bring 17 transfers in, so there's – a lot of uncertainty with the program. Jeff Collins with three wins in each of his first three years, and that there's a lot of unre- a lot of restlessness in the fan base. And I think you, you saw it a little bit towards the end of last year. And I think that was the biggest cause of concern for some of those guys that just felt they might be better used elsewhere. I will say this though: we we interviewed Ivy today, and he he had glowing comments about everything Georgia Tech. Um, just from the football standpoint, it just sounded like he needed a change of pace. Yeah, and, you know, you can never fault the guy for doing that if, if he feels the situation is better for him in that way. And I, I know a lot of uh, Georgia Tech fans love Jared, and they can't wait to see him in action on Saturday and, and wish him nothing but the best. Jackson, we thank you for your time Thanks, tonight man. and being a part of the program. Great information, yes, Jackson. Sir. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yes, sir. Jackson Caudell with us. All Yellow Jackets, it's on Sports Illustrated. You can check it out. He's written several things today and put up a lot of things, kind of comparing the two clubs and going back and forth. Before we get into the ceasefire players of the week a little bit, if they're going to run the football, and I don't know how much you take away from running game against Troy, running game against Central Arkansas, but defensively, Ole Miss has looked really good against the run, right? And I know it's Troy. I know it's Central Arkansas. But the D-line, guys that you can run in and out of there with the linebackers who seem to be, mm-hmm. you know, really good at that, I like that. You know, so far, yeah, so far. I, yeah. You know, I, I thought I thought Troy ran the ball okay, though, Gary. I, I think I think we made a little jump against uh, UCA in terms of our techniques and, and, you know, being in the right gaps and gap integrity, and I think we made an advancement there. Um, we'll see, though. I think Georgia Tech's going to be, like we said earlier, it's going to be the first real challenge of the, of the year. And they're going to be multiple offensively. you got Chip Long, who's been in Notre Dame and a lot of other places, and he is highly thought of. So, you know, you're going to see a lot of different things. I'm, I'm not surprised that they're, they're still wanting to be run heavy, though, because I just believe that uh, 
if you don't have balance these days, you you can't win. You just can't be one dimensional. That defensive coordinators are too good nowadays. They shut you down if you're just one dimensional. So it doesn't surprise me that they're trying to establish a run game to go along with uh, Mr. Sims, who's. I mean, our stats today showed him 31 for 35 this year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's uh, – Like the guy said before, he didn't throw it much in the Western Carolina still, game. But yeah, still, 31 for 35 yeah. 31 for 35, yeah. and you played Clemson in one of those games. Yeah. Right? And, and, hey, if you're 31 for 35 against air, you're doing okay. You're doing pretty yeah. good. Time to talk about the prestigious C Spire Connerly Trophy awarded to the top – collegiate player in football in the state of Mississippi after the regular football season each week here on the Rebel Yell Hotline we will present a list of standout players from each football playing university or college in the state Chuck always starts us out with the man from Ole Miss well the player of the week against Central Florida 220 pound true freshman running back Quinshawn Judkins the Alabama native averaged over 10 yards a carry, 104 yards on his on the night, and for the year, he's averaging 7.96 yards a carry, which is second in the SEC. I said this as the game was going on. Imagine high schoolers trying to tackle oh, him good a year Lord. ago. Be like trying to tackle Bo Jackson or Herschel Walker. <laughs> I mean, this gracious. guy's got it. Now. He's real. He I mean, real. he's just. He's as fast in the hole as I've seen in a long time. Yeah, we got a lot to look, to look forward to with Mr. Quinshawn Junkin. Mississippi State, there's that man again, Will Rogers, Player of the Week for MSU for a second consecutive week. Will was 39 of 49 for 313 yards, four touchdowns, and an interception. Though two games, the Brandon native has thrown for 763 yards, nine touchdowns, and two interceptions by leading. Mississippi State to a 2-0 and record. At Southern Miss, the player of the week is Malik Shorts. He's a 205-pound junior, 13 tackles in USM's 30-7 to loss at Miami. Jackson State, the player of the week for JSU is Shane Hooks, 6'4", senior, wideout, nine catches for 93 yards in their win over Tennessee State. Delta State, the player of the week for Delta State is Myers Dante, the senior receiver had two catches for 154 yards, two touchdowns in a game to help Delta State to a 58-34 win against the McKendree Bearcats. I don't think I've ever heard of them. And the statesmen now are 2-0. and Mississippi Valley State senior defensive lineman Ronnie Thomas is the player of the week for Valley. He's out of Clinton and had a big day against Austin P. He, on the stat sheet, had a career best three and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, forced his third career fumble, and knocked away his second career pass breakup in the five tackles as well. Wow, pretty good day. Mm-hmm. Alcorn State, the player of the week for Alcorn is Terrence Ellis, 6'1", 215-pound linebacker, transfer out of Tulane, had nine tackles and a sack in Valley's 52 to nothing loss to Tulane. I guess he did have nine tackles. (laughs) (laughs) Mississippi College's Player of the Week is Jacob Stevens. The six-foot sophomore had two catches for 93 yards and a touchdown in Mississippi College's 28-6 28-6 to six win over NAI opponent Keeser. And Bell Haven's Player of the Week was Carlton Brown, the Blazers' 6'2", 250-pound junior defensive lineman, had his way in a 28-6 win over Southwestern. It was a record-breaking night. He finished with six tackles for loss and four sacks. Those are Bell Haven single-game highs. 
Millsaps, the player of the week, I think for the second time, and mm-hmm. Moyes Tezzo, uh, the 5'9 senior slot back, had nine catches for 100 yards and a touchdown in the majors, 27-13 win over McMurray. Millsaps even their record to 1-1 one one with the win. C Spire's been presenting this as the title sponsor since 1996, and they'll continue to recognize the outstanding college football student-athletes in Mississippi. And each and every Monday night, we'll tell you about 10 of those guys. They are a fantastic Mississippi company, no doubt about it. And, and all around, top to bottom. they're yep. and, and they get involved, not just statewide, locally, wherever that you can find them, see Spires around. There's no, no doubt. Still to go on our program, we will get an opportunity to get into the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment. We'll also have the good, bad, and ugly coming up before we get done as we continue to talk with you about uh, what was uh, a 59-3 to win over Central Arkansas and then now getting ready for Georgia Tech. Do we have to keep talking about Central Arkansas? Okay. <laughs> I guess we don't, right? But, let's, uh, talk, let's talk about something else. I, something very interesting popped up last week that I, I found like kind of the sign of the times and the way that Lane Kiffin to me is – kind of head ahead of the curve when in a lot of ways with this transfer and nil and all that the, the guy is constantly thinking he's a marketing genius but they've got t-shirts the coaches have t-shirts that says turn up or transfer <laughs> okay now now normally a, 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 a team's motto is kind of inspirational like i'm in or mm-hmm. one heartbeat or you know some of that stuff that the players kind of laugh <laughs> at behind their backs but uh this this is the motto turn it up or transfer <laughs> i mean i mean come on now that, that may not be inspirational, but by golly, it's motivational. It's motivation. It's the truth these <laughs> yeah. days, too. Yeah, absolutely. You bring it in here hey, or come on and join us. But, and I think what, what the message is there is it, it's not only your choice to transfer. Sometimes it's our choice <laughs> that you do transfer. That's that's very good point. <laughs> All right, we'll finish up the program on this Monday, September the 12th, when we come back. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Okay, it's time for us to continue and uh, finish up this one, and then the Rebels will go on and take on Georgia Tech. We'll come back. We'll discuss whatever happens there at uh, the ATL, and then you get you ready for Tulsa. Uh, which will be a 3 o'clock kick, just to remind you of that. The Red and Blue Chips recruiting segments presented by Go Orthodontics 1976. They've been offering friendly, affordable, quality smiles, whether you're children, teens, adults, seniors, and in locations like Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. And if you need braces or Invisalign, just mention Rebel Yell Hotline to receive $500 off. Gordon's going to talk with us about recruiting. Go, dude. Outside linebacker Skylar Mann committed to Ole Miss uh, since the last show. He's 6'2", 205-pound outside linebacker out of Fort Valley, Georgia. He chose Ole Miss over Florida State, Georgia Tech. He's Ole Miss's 11th commitment. Four-star Braxton Myers out of Texas decommitted from Southern Cal on Wednesday. Many believe that he will be an Ole Miss commitment eventually. Mississippi's top-ranked prospect, Centarian Perkins, returned to Oxford Saturday. The Ole Miss commit out of Raleigh, Mississippi, has also attended the Troy game. Four-star Juco linebacker Justin Jefferson out of Pearl River, C.C., committed an Alabama commitment, uh, visited this weekend. Ole Miss's top 24 quarterback, Walker White, out of Little Rock, Arkansas, took an Ole Miss visit. It's his sixth unofficial visit this year. Uh, the 6'4", 210, four-star quarterback is scheduled to come back for the Egg Bowl. On three, 
consensus four-star defensive lineman Charleston College Collins took his fourth unofficial visit to Ole Miss. In 2024, Lake Carmont four-star defensive lineman Cameron Franklin will be in town Saturday. The 6'5", 270-pound lineman is rated the number 28 player in the 2024 class. 2024 offensive tackle Isaiah Autry out of Itawamba attended the game this past weekend. Four-star running back Chris Davis out of Picayune uh, attended uh, the game this past weekend. Uh, people believe Ole Miss is the leader of, over Florida State. And after Nebraska fired Scott Frost, Malachi Coleman out of Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, one of the top defenders who's been an Ole Miss look, uh, will decommit, I believe. So, All right. And let me tell you something, boys. I'm going to make a rash prediction right here. Mr. Perkins from Raleigh that we have committed linebacker. If he stays healthy and he continues developing, he's the next Patrick Willis. He can. I've heard that. He can fly. I've, I've seen a few uh, of the videos of him along the way. Now time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's sponsored by our friends at Big Delta Power Sports located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville, Mississippi. Well, this week this offering's probably going to be the good, better, and best instead of the good, bad, and <laughs> ugly. I mean, anytime you win 59-3, to three, it's – it's truly hard to find anything bad or ugly. The Rebel, Rebel offensive line needed to show some improvement uh, from the first week, and it did. They're not a finished product by any means, and they need to continue to improve, but they did get better, and it was because of better communication. Starting quarterback Luke Altmeyer hurt his shoulder late in the, in the uh, early in the s- second quarter, and Jackson Dart took over. Both were okay, but it was hard to tell with the lack of competition Central Arkansas gave the Rebs. Dart made some nice deep throws, which he missed in the first week, but he missed on a couple of two, three open guys as well. Luke looked like he was under control until the injury, but he's facing a setback now in the competition quarterback. I really expect Dart to start against Georgia Tech because I I think Lane's playing a little cat and mouse with us right now and that Luke is – is going to be incapacitated this week as far as practicing at full speed. I don't think he's got a serious injury, but I think it is a setback for this week. Uh, the defense continued playing well. It was another opportunity to play a lot of players so the coaches could get some good tape on players besides the starters. One such player who looked real good to me was defensive end Taiwan Malone, whose name was called several times by PA announcer Glenn Waddle in the press box. The best was the special teams. Lights out with a scoop and score on a bad punt snap by Ladarius Tennyson, a block punt by backup running back Bobo Miller. The kicking operations were effective, and the return game and coverage games were flawless. All in all, good, better, or best. I like it. All right, friends. Well, we get another show in the book. Good job, Mr. Gordon. Thank you, sir. Mr. Chuck. You know, Rambling record, Georgia Tech. That's right. And what is it? And a, I, and a hell of an hell, engineer. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> you think? I'm a mater of Randolph Scott, remember? He <laughs> oh, played wow. at Georgia Tech. Randolph That's Scott. bringing one out from the Wayback Machine yeah. there. Randolph Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, it's easy. Georgia it's, Tech player. It's easy to forget, though, that Megatron played there. Yeah. 
What a great play. And they didn't Good throw three. at that point. Yeah. It was the option. And then when he got down close, just lob it to him, and it was a touchdown yeah. somewhere mm-hmm. along the way. Should be fun. 2.30 kickoff for Ole Miss and Georgia Tech. And we'll be back to talk with you about that one. And we'll get you an update on Tulsa as well next week on the program. Thanks to Rhino for helping us out. Harry Harrison joining us early. And then uh, Jackson Caudell talking to us about Georgia Tech. We're done for today. We'll see you next Monday night. So long.